Hi, everyone, and welcome to Six Figure Souls, another great interview for our summit. My name is Camille Miller. I am the founder of the Natural Life Business Partnership, a global network for soul-centered entrepreneurs. Today, we have a very special guest, and I'm so excited to have her on with us. She is soulful, a certified love life strategist, dating and relationship expert, and founder of Love Quest Coaching. Her name is Lisa Concepcion, or Lisa the Love Coach. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks for having me. Yay. So fun to do these interviews, talk to the people, give them some value. Absolutely. I am so excited to have you on. And um, I found Lisa somehow, Law of Attraction, we all know, um on facebook and i just started following her and she literally made my soul like leap because being an entrepreneur i'm a, a lot of people know that watch me i'm very soulful and very single so and then i made a choice to do my you know build my empire and then date so i started to watch lisa just she just been in my feed so i know i'm supposed to be like watching this and she talked with such a soulful heart, like you talked about spirit and allowing and abundance and being who you are. It just totally connected. And that's why I wanted you on the show. So I'm well, so, I'm so glad you. that that content, Law of Attraction, found its way in your feed and that we're together now. It's super cool. I love how that happens on Facebook. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. So tell us a little bit about um, where you came from, because I know you didn't start off as a love coach, but no, I, I really want to talk a little bit about your journey and how you found this like awesome place. Okay, cool. So prior to becoming certified professional love life strategist, coach, etc., I was in public relations and marketing from like 1995 until 14, 15, okay. and okay. then I freelanced a bit too. So like many people, when you become coach, you're still doing your main hustle as you're funding right. the passion <laughs> hustle, right? The passion right. business. Right. Then something in me switched. I flipped the script and I said, wait a minute, I'm a coach and this business, this PR game is funding it. So yeah. I started to identify as coach and no sooner I started to step into the shoes of coach, the universe lined everything up where I had no choice but to go yeah. full time in my business. And the You're money right. lined up and the clients started flowing in and I had to, you know, everything lined up for me to leave full time PR and start doing full time coaching. So okay. it was it was fantastic. But yes, I had a twenty three year career in public relations. Um, I worked in New York City. I don't know if you can tell by the accent. Yeah. <laughs> but I worked, I'm from New York. I'm a New York, I'm a New York, New, New York metro area girl my whole life till I was 39. And in my personal life at that time, it was during the first economic crash of the 2007, 2008. And it affected okay. um, my, my husband at the time was a mortgage broker. So he got hit with that. Then I got two years later, 2009 hit, we're both laid off now. We went from, you know, combined income of close to $300,000 to now nothing. And there were other things going on with the marriage, people just not being true to really what their passions are, what they really want to do, where they want to live, how they want to live. And he and I were trying to figure out how we can make a life happen, but there was just a lot there that we unfortunately 
couldn't sort through. So I made the decision in 2010, we were selling our house. I said, well, if everybody's picking up and going, I gotta do me. So I went to Miami Beach, Florida. And as you can tell by the tan, I moved yeah. back. <laughs> but oh I had to figure out what I was going to do while here. So I came here thinking, you know, bravado, I'm from New York, I'll get a job like that, no problem. And it wasn't the case. The public relations game down here is very different than what I you're used to in New York. Um, yeah. Miami Beach is very international. Um, it's a very heavy Latin place where a lot of people speaking Spanish. It was almost like you wanted a job here, you needed to speak Spanish. I'm I'm New Yorkian, Puerto Rican, but I don't identify. I I, right. I I'm American. You know what I mean? I okay. speak English. I my parents speak to me in English. Like it's I just like look this way, right? The packaging is Latin, but that's kind of all that it is. So gotcha. you know, it was a little bit of a culture shock, but I had to figure it out. So I started to do freelancing. I was always entrepreneurial, a hustler. I always figured it out. So I started to write and I started to blog about businesses and restaurants and nightlife. And from there, I picked up a few clients that sustained me doing marketing, PR, social media, etc. And then from there, I needed something more stable. And that's what led me to work for Grant Cardone. I was his um, oh. marketing director, public relations director and marketing. Um, this was 2013, 2014, when he first moved his business from California to Miami. And we were just this little scrappy team of 20 people building his thing. And I learned so much. And one of the main things I learned from him was be an entrepreneur. Like wow. if you can swing it and you have the stomach for it and you have the motivation for it, do it yeah. because you'll never um, allow anyone else to be in charge of your economy ever again. And that resonated with me in a big yeah. way. And I just kind of learned from him for a year and a half. And then when it was time to move on, I did. And I was still a little uncertain with what it was I was going to do. But in my own personal life, things were crumbling, falling apart. At that point, my husband at the time came from California to Miami to be with me to, rec to reconnect again. And it didn't work out. It was devastating. I was in this codependent um, spin with him of stagnation and I just was stuck in my life. I was in my almost mid forties at this point and I said, I have to make a change. I have to be brave and I have to just wipe the table clean and rebuild and start over. And in that journey, in that divorce, that was when I was called through my healing of it was where I was called to serve in the way of coach. I had put myself on a very strict 90 day divorce detox. I dated no one. I barely went out. I was self help books, courses, Reiki master, therapist. I mean, if you told me, you know, take this pen and hold it here and hop on <laughs> one foot for 20 days straight and you'll be cured of all your you know, BS from your childhood and whatever. Not only would I have done it, but I probably would have paid 10 grand for the pen, right? That's how, that's how desperate I was gotcha. for soul connection. I was very disconnected from myself, I was very external. I was living extremely externally. So I went to this workshop. It was for reinventing yourself at midlife, entrepreneurial women who wanted to reinvent and pick a business. And it was in that course where I was there in a hotel for a weekend. 
we had some exercises to really understand like what kind of life would be our perfect life. How would we live if it's like Wednesday at 11 a.m.? What are you doing? And they would ask these very pointed questions and it really helped us to dig in. It helped me to dig in to really what is my why and how do I want to live? And then what kind of business model can support that ideal life? Yep. So I had to reverse engineer it in my life. And that was when I was doodling and people were like, what do people gravitate towards you normally? And I was like, my videos, they like my videos. I talk about my life and my relationships and my dramas. And then they asked me for help. I'm yep. like, why would, I, why would you come to me for help? This is, you know, 2014, 13, I was a hot mess. But people were asking me, they're like, I'll pay you money to like talk to me for an hour on, you know, on Skype or whatever. And I was like, why do you want to talk to me? They're like, because you're fun. You're going through it. You probably have wisdom. I was like, okay. But I felt, I felt though, like an ethical responsibility though, to like get certified and like go okay. about coaching from yeah, an yeah, yeah, actual yeah, yeah. way. Yeah. So, so that brought me to like 2015, 2016, um, went through my divorce detox, came out the other side realized all the stuff about myself that I had to grow and heal and I did it and I committed to myself, my self-love, my self-care. It was all about like Lisa reconnecting to Lisa and not holding anyone else responsible for my well-being, for my money, for my nothing. It was just me 100% loving up on me and it was very empowering. It changed my game and from there that's when i had the confidence to say okay i can make this a business i can really go at this hardcore and um serve people in a meaningful way i went through the institute of professional excellence in coaching which is certified by the international coaching federation i wanted to go to like give yeah. me the harvard princeton yale of coaching credentials <laughs> like that's where i'll go so i did that down here in miami fiu it took about 10 months kicked my butt I mean, you, just when you think you've you know, peeled back layers, this type of stuff gets you even more and more. And um, I was doing other courses, other stuff. Again, the more I would invest in me, the more I felt um, appropriate to serve other people. And then I just built this business and like, oh my God, amazing. I love what I do. I absolutely love what I do. The I'm fact kidding. that it's, what are we? It's today's <laughs> Wednesday. It's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Thursday, Wednesday, Wednesday. whatever doesn't matter. It's midweek and it's 1121 in the morning. And I'm in like this little flimsy beachy hill bohemian thing, like hardly any makeup, bare feet. Like, are you kidding me? 12 years ago, I was in New York City in an office with no windows, nothing, breathing recirculated air. No, this is a disaster. My life is so much better. I look out the window, I see the beach. Amazing. Wow. Wow. So there's, you've said so many things that I want to touch on. <laughs> I love when it's two girls just, you know, chit-chatting. Yeah. Like, I'm just sitting here going, oh my God, we could do so much. <laughs> like, this is amazing. But what I'm, what I was hearing and what was going through my head is what you were saying about um, your own self-love, your own journey to kind of put yourself back together. I see that in entrepreneurship all the time. In fact, oh, yeah. it was in my own, although I did a two year detox, not a 90 day detox, because originally when I came out of my marriage, <laughs> talk about a hot mess. I was married for 22 years. Like, just like, I just broke out like I was 20 again. It That's was same. It's a bad, rest of development. Bad. Rest of development. Same. Oh, it, same. Honey, I was, I was, was like, 
39 not, years old, hanging out with 24-year-old yeah. guys. Yeah, like, it was not uh, cool. It was not cool. So I had to really love myself, and that was a big lesson. And I, I ended up, just for myself, I'm not certified in any modalities, but one is called Psyche. And when going through that, I started to heal myself. It started to reflect in everything. So that's when I hear you talk, like when you self-love, when you look inside, when you do the inner work before the outer work, I don't care if it's in love or money or entrepreneurship or whatever it is, it made a difference in everything. People start to lose weight and look better and you feel good and you dress well and you take care of yourself. Like it's all over the place. Just It's so true. Like I know I could not have taking the responsibility, right? I refer to it as almost like a divine assignment because the way I was assigned to do this work was through my own healing. Yeah. And, you know, it's about being, you know, on the acupuncture table and having this moment where energy is moving. I'm crying and my divine me, my whole me, God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, speaking to me, through me, as me, is standing beside as I'm crying on this table. And it's like, girl, you know who this is, right? And I'm like, I know, I think I know. And I'm just disaster knowing though that my divine self, my strongest self was there. And she said to me, my love, I love you so much. Do you know how much I love you? And I'm with you till death. Do you know what that is? And I'm like, I think I know, I think I know. It just hurts so much. You know, it was just a, a bad time. And then she says, well, I'm here with you. And I saw everything that was going on. And I would never, ever let anyone destroy you, ever. I stepped in when it was your time. You had learned enough and it was your time. And now you're going to heal up. And honey, you're going to heal the world. You're going to help other people. Do you understand the gravity of what I'm telling you? And I was like, I think so. And she's like, okay, my love, I need you to breathe for me. And I remember being on the acupuncture. I had a needle in the heart chakra, which released all this. I had one in the third eye. I had like another one in the neck. It was a mess. I was there like, you know, but I managed to just be like, I connected to the breath. And it was as if I had this like new life, this new energy in me where I was like, all right, like I was given us an assignment. Like I can't take this lately. And that was really what set the energy in me forward from that blend of the masculine and feminine where I was like really broken on that table. But then all of a sudden that feminine, you know, the expanding of the energy, the outward, the heart opening combined with that breath in that groundedness that was like okay now i now i'm not too masculine or too feminine i'm like right centered aligned let's play let's do this business like i'm ready let's do it do you think spirit still shows up in your business like every time time. every day like i can't begin a session i call upon spirit whenever i do an interview like this Okay. Because I don't believe it's my business. I believe that I work for spirit and it's just an assignment, right? So I'm not, I come on here and I mentally prepare and I'm like, you know, um, divine spirit, give me the words, use me for the vessel to communicate the best words for whoever needs to hear them and let whatever resonates hit their soul and let it come from you through me to them. And that's it. Like I'm, 
the conduit by which I'm not it. I'm the I'm, I'm a vessel for it. It comes from you know alignment up through out to the people, and yeah. I coach that way. Um, I, I tend to attract very type A successful go getter types who, for the life of them, can't figure out why they have these consistent patterns in relationships, things that follow up and come up time and time again. Um, dating strategies, they want to, you know, approach dating like they are their businesses. And they forget that there's this whole other soulful, intuitive yumminess, especially for yeah. women, but for men too. And, um, you know, and I help people everything from getting over divorces and breakups to creating dating strategies after divorce, after healing a heartbreak. What do you do now that you're reemerging into dating again? And to come at it from a combined head and heart, you know, have your heart into it, be open, be brave, have faith, but have your questions on point. Know what you want out of your life. Know what kind of partner would be the right type of partner. Know when to give them access to you. Because that's what it is, really. You're giving them, you're granting them access. So it's very important to have a clear, clear idea of who's allowed behind the velvet rope, right? This is the club of my life. This is the best club <laughs> in town. I'm not just opening the velvet okay. rope and letting anybody in. Honey, if you let anybody into that fabulous restaurant, you know what that restaurant will be called again, uh, eventually? <laughs> Applebee's. Nothing <laughs> yeah, against Applebee's. I'm a fan, but Applebee's is not, you know, Morton's yeah. or whatever. There's a difference. Point is, we all get to choose who we let in our space. And this has to do with clients. This has to do with yeah. um, collaborations, business partnerships, family members, friendships. Like we ultimately choose and our vibration decides. We choose, but the vibration will serve up exactly what's up. So, you know, what we do with that is, is, is our power. We can decide like, if I don't like what I'm attracting, look at me. What am I putting out that's bringing this back? What is it in me that attracts this? So in our businesses, we don't, if we're like, oh my God, everybody's broke. Nobody's hiring me. What's going on? Oh, I'm attracted. Okay. Where in my life am I in lack? Where in my life am I in scarcity? Let me look at where I am and I can change me like that. Yeah. Right? So perceive it. I feel like with entrepreneurship, there's a lot of similarity yeah. between entrepreneurship and relationships, relationship with self, relationship, romantic relationship, relationship with family. It's all about managing personalities and managing energy. So yeah. one of the things that I learned in my training with IPEC is um, I'm an energy leadership master practitioner, which is just a fancy way of saying I read vibe and I can shift vibe. <laughs> I roll into a room and I can tell like who had a bad day and whatever. And I know how to hold my space but go to them with compassion and kindness and inspiration and get them to level up. Even if it's yeah. just two notches on the emotional scale, it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Yeah. No, I, I, I love your speak. Um, and, and as you were saying with the relationship, so one of the things that I teach to my community is always, I call it relationship marketing. Oh, okay. Right? And when you market, it's almost like dating. Yeah. Like you can't just sell them the goods, like right from the top, right? right. It's, it's a process, right? Mm. So I teach it through relationships and never being attached to the outcome as much as just enjoying the process of it. 
like go through the process of it. And it's kind of the same thing because your relationships are what matters. Mm. And it was very interesting during this whole COVID shutdown, you know, checking on my community who are very soulful and just seeing like, you know, who is in that scarcity mode and, and people weren't. It's because of what we believe. Right. And it was really amazing to see people still thriving right now. So when you yeah. hear like, no, everyone's broke, I can't charge. And that's actually that was actually the foundation of why I'm doing this summit is because I kept hearing from the outer world. Same. I can't do it. I don't want to do you know, like, people don't have money. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I can't charge anymore. And I was like, that's self-worth. That starts here, honey. <laughs> and, and it's also about vibration. Right. So, yeah, I, I was. I mean, it's an it's an instinct. It's a fight or flight. This news that came, it puts you in the fight or flight. But when you know, okay, let's get grounded, right? You know the tools. You're like, all right, you have 27 seconds to freak out. You're allowed. You're allowed to feel your feelings. You're allowed to be with yourself. Be kind. Be compassionate. You're freaking out. You don't know what's up. It is uncertain. However, in this, who are your people? Who are your people? You're not interested in the masses, honey. You're not coaching the masses you're coaching your person so i got in my journal and i said okay i know who my ideal client is who is my ideal client during the lockdown who is this person how what is their mindset how are they looking at the news are they looking at the news i got deep and i said all right i wrote it it took an hour i said this is my person right now this is who i focus on this is who i speak to this is who my marketing is going to connect to this is topics that I'm given. And I said, okay, divine spirit, give me, give me something, give me some juju, give me some inspiration. And that's when I came up with the five o'clock quarantini happy hour You're watching just so you know, happy hour. <laughs> like what? think about my people, my people are working. They're trying to grind out every day. And you know, it's quarantine. People might be partaking in some wine, maybe a cocktail at the end of the day, who knows? But I was like, you know what? Why not hit my balcony? put the camera out there, make myself a little cocktail or have it, you know, booze free, whatever my deal is, depending on who I'm coaching that day. And like have a heart to heart and do it about different topics affecting relationships, dating, you know, mindset, whatever. And it worked. And you know what? My, my April and May and March, March, April, May were no different from the months prior. In fact, I had a stronger uh, April, May because I was speaking the language of the people. I got very, very specific about what they were saying, how they were thinking, and it and it clicked, it worked. But that scarcity mindset is dangerous. And I saw a lot of coaches as well doing that. And I reached yeah. out to a bunch of them. And yeah. I was like, hey, listen, like, how are you doing? And they're like, I'm freaking out and this, and my husband was furloughed and now it's all on me. I'm like, yeah, so I have a dog, a Pomeranian who doesn't work and it's all on me. <laughs> like I can help you do you want to do a little energy shifting and they're like yeah let's do it so I was offering a whole different package I was doing energy shifting up leveling your energy during COVID-19 like bombardment with the news bombardment with your families your family calling and checking on you every day you're a grown person there's mom are you wearing your mask you need to wear your mask when you go out don't forget I'm like (laughs) too much too much you know so yeah, so other people were in the thick of it going through it. But you know, the, the thing that I learned from working with an entrepreneur like Grant Cardone was that adapt, adapt. You know, adaptability, malleability, you need yep. to be like bamboo, right? You gotta, 
you got to, you know, he came at it very masculine. I looked at it from a soulful place, little Wayne Dyer, you know, uh, Marianne Williamson, flowing, flowing, being with the flow. Don't put the canoe, Abraham Hicks, don't put the canoe against the current, right? If the whole current is COVID current, going against that, honey, that's a tidal wave. You want to roll with it. You want to say, all right, everybody's freaking out. How do I hang out with the people who are freaking out and help them and remind them their guidance, their guidance. They're just, don't let something like this um, pandemic, what have you, new normal, detract you from what is always constant, which is your inner guidance. Your inner guidance, when you connect, anything that comes your way, you'll be like, all right, show me how to see this differently. Show me how to cope with this differently. Amazing. And and you adapt, you know, and you're, and you're not alone. You're working with divine forces, infinite intelligence, your ideas, bing, 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 blog articles, content. It starts to flow when you ask. Yeah. You ask and you're, and you realize and you're, and you're humble and you're like, I'm not, I am not doing this business by myself. I have infinite intelligence. I'll be, how many times, Camille, are you in the shower? hair conditioner shaving legs and all of a sudden best idea for a piece of content right in your head that is the way i actually figure things out i step away from it and when i do less more comes to me and it's the hardest thing to teach like that i call it allowing right that's that's my flow that's my like when i know i i know that i can figure out anything if i step away from it the answer will always come to me i had another Perfect. Type A people, it's so hard for yeah. them to, because they're in doing, the masculine yeah. is very doing, 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 got to yeah. do this, got to make my list, go, go, go. Yeah. And there is a time for that. Right. But well, it's worse. control addict. So. We all are. We all are. <laughs> it was we, that. We, yeah. we created our businesses yeah. to have more control over our lives. So that right there yeah. shows you, it's like, you know, there's a level of, of kookadook that happens in the <laughs> entrepreneurial mind. <laughs> Think about it. You gotta be, you gotta have like a little, like I call it the right kind of crazy. You have to have like enough of the right kind of crazy to be bold enough to do what we do. I I agree with that. It's definitely a certain personality. So um, one other question. So a lot of times as people either uh, move up in their entrepreneurial world, right, become successful, or they have this spiritual awakening, this people call coming out of the closet spiritually, you know, and starting to put that forward, they lose a lot of friends, acquaintances, people from their back life. So, and since you talked a lot about relationships, is that part of it? Do you, um, one, did you go through it? Cause I think we all do. And two, do you also coach that as part of like, you have to let go. Like some people, I think Facebook screws it up cause they keep us connected to people that we should not be connected to any longer. Like, yeah, but you know what? Why we don't talk to high school friends. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It's such a perfect question. I have a client going through this. I a hundred percent went through it. Yeah. Um, my Facebook is, is highly curated. So I'm always adding people, changing people. Like I always have like that 300 people zone of like in and out and whatever. And then I go, I'm always curating. That being said, I have connections still with people I knew from, I was six years old growing up on Long Island. I have people that I went to college with, worked with all of my lives, right? All the decades of my life, of, of my almost five decades of life, right? Are on Facebook and they're <laughs> meeting each other, doing business together. Like people are sending me money, girl. I just made $3,000 because of your person from high school that like needed a mortgage broker. So I'm sending you an Amazon gift. I'm like, okay, you know, because, um, when you're open and you're a unifier, like yeah, I'm a you, you hold you, 
So I might, I might be looking for my high school friends when I go back to New York and we have a high school reunion of some sorts. Now I'm like, I'm all up in that crew. Then I'll be like, all right, what's up with my Jersey friends from when I lived there? So I'm always touching base with people, but I'm very um, aware of the version of me now. And, and those people in my life, while they are still connected to me, it's on a very different level now. Yeah. It's a very different type of connection. So I'm not here to say in entrepreneurship, you have to like shun all your friends and go with it alone. Not necessarily. I am from the mind of and the heart of, do you be cool with everybody, bless everybody for they are part of your journey. They helped you come to here and let the chips fall where they fall and let your energy dictate who comes in and who goes and how. And, you know, yeah, there might be friends out there who might be a little resentful, maybe jealous. Like, you know, you moved, you picked up yourself and moved to South Beach and now you're in this bikini, you're tan all the time. You have this perfect life. You're, you know, it's, it, and it's like, well, you, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I'm not going to, um, dim my sparkle for someone else's insecurity. Like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah. But I will elevate them and say, my love, you can do this too. Like, what are you interested in doing? And change the vibe of the conversation just by taking an interest in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah, I mean, friendships will definitely evolve and change and grow and, and some will fall away. I mean, my best friend of my life, you were married 22 years. I was with my guy 24. Um, between dating, yeah. married 17, and then separated the whole thing. So that was a best friend that I we grew apart, and now our relationship is something different. It morphed into something else. Um, you know, other people, family, cousins, people who are moved on, they had babies. They, everybody's doing their thing, you know? And I'm just like, bless them all with love and light, and like, do you, and let the chips fall where they fall. People, there's 8 billion people on the planet. Right? There's always somebody to hang with. There's always somebody to hang with. There's 8 billion people. There's always somebody to hang with. And now with Zoom, forget it. You can hang with people in Europe just like this. I know. I'm actually loving it. Yeah. Lisa, I want to thank you so much for being a part of our summit. It was awesome. Yay! I'm so so fun. Such a delight to connect with you. And I look forward to collaborating on more stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think we might have to do a follow-up of people that need love life after entrepreneurship. (laughs) Or with, in conjunction with, I should say. For real. Not after. Look, dating dating while doing your business. Yeah, I love this. Okay, I'm seeing another connection. So, if you love this, please share with your fr- your friends um, all about this summit, Six Figure Souls, and continue the conversation in our Facebook group. If you have any questions or comments for Lisa after this, I'm sure she'll love to get in touch with you and tell you whatever her wisdom is. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Lisa. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much again. You're welcome.